The following podcast contains swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. What's going on, guys? I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot Era, the show you're only listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. How are you going? Yeah, good. How are you doing? Good. How's your leg feeling? It fucking hurts. <laughs> no. Mine doesn't hurt. My arm. That's good. What are you talking about? <laughs> Tattoos. <laughs> what else? Why else would we be sore? We haven't done any exercise today. We haven't moved. <laughs> haven't really moved for the last few days. Been on holidays, sort of. Sort of. We had a long weekend because it's the grand final weekend for our international listeners. Woo! That means we get a day off for football before the football so people can pretend that they watched the parade and got drunk instead. Yeah. Australia! (laughs) We're not really into footy, so it's basically just an excuse for us to have a long weekend. And it's also a very good excuse to go get tattoos. So we actually got tattooed while the grand final was on. So that shows our commitment to our national sport. <laughs> it's the best time to go. There's no one there. Yeah, it wasn't bad because Josh got a walk-in. On a Saturday. So that was pretty good. What did you get? I got a tattoo of the Millennium Puzzle from Yu-Gi-Oh! on the back of my leg. It's pretty cool. It is quite cool. And what a banner did... as well. I got a little banner. says, your move. Your move. <laughs> oh, that's Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> well done. What did you get? I got a little baby skunk girl. (laughs) I don't really know how to explain it, but it's super cute. It's pretty cute. I haven't named her yet. I've just been calling her Smelly. I got a few recommendations from some of the people in the shop. The girl who works the counter wanted me to call her Fiona, like Fifi for short. And I was like, it kind of sounds like a dog. (laughs) Why Fiona? Not a skunk name. I don't know. But I also found out that she wants to call her daughter Evie as well. Well, there you go. Because she saw my yeah my Evie tattoo and she's like Evie's my favorite. I'm gonna call my daughter Evie and I was like mate that's what we're doing. <laughs> and um, apparently her boyfriend's not into Pokemon though, so he's just like. Uh, uh. So he's not a human. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was fun. You haven't had a tattoo for a while, so. That's true. I was getting the itch pretty badly. I was very happy when they accepted my walk-in. Yeah, and he was a nice French man. He was. Didn't say a word to me. It was brilliant. <laughs> well, you couldn't really because you were lying on your front. Yeah, facing away from him. <laughs> bit hard and mine was obviously done well not obviously but most of my tattoos are done by Kane Berry yes shout so, out to Kane yeah. we love you had a nice chat to him because we get along pretty well and we actually got a new show recommendation from him let's talk about it now you want to talk about it now Yeah, we thought we thought it had been written for the show. Yeah, in like 25 seconds, but it turned out to be a real theme. But do, you wanna, do, you wanna, do you wanna say what the name of the show is? The name of the show is Under Arrest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a show on Netflix. It's kind of like Cops, but it's filmed in Canada. So everybody's really nice. Well, it's weird because the people. cops are actually really polite at first, but then once someone fucks with them... Yeah, bang. but they're still really polite. Yeah. They're like, put your hands behind your back, please. <laughs> Put your hands behind your back, please. And then they won't do it. And they just, like, get them in a headlock and, like, choke them out until they pass out. And they're like, there you go, buddy. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) And because lots of it's in, like, small Canadian towns, like, they know all of the people, like, all the criminals. And they're like, come on, buddy. Come on, Jim. Let's go down down to the station. (laughs) We're going. (laughs) 
So yeah, it was pretty funny. We were just like watching it yesterday with, with Jove and having a few drinks and a, a few laughs. <laughs> a fantastic Netflix recommendation, I must say. It's sort of strange because it cuts into the things when the crime is already happening. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like of... it's like the cops are driving down the street and then they get a random call. It's just like, oh, we're on the way to like a shooting, and you're like, oh, jeez, <laughs> okay. And you get as much context as the cops have when they do it. Yeah. But then at the end, they explain to you exactly what's happening. And then that's it. Yeah. We couldn't quite figure out when it was filmed because it sort of looked like it was the '90s because everyone was dressed real weird. It was crazy. I think it starts. The filming starts in '93. So, like, the first season is 1993. Oh, okay. So we were watching it, and we thought it was pretty recent. And then we couldn't understand why people in Canada would dress so 90s. And, like, incredibly 90s. It's like, maybe that's just what it's like maybe in Canada. Maybe that's just what it's like there. They're a bit behind the times. I don't think so. No, it's a bit racist. We love, <laughs> we love Canadians. They're fantastic. They're actually some of my favourite people. Some of our favourite shows. Yeah. Good reality shows out of Canada. That's the second Canadian reality show we've recommended. That's true. After Canada's Worst Drivers. We finished watching that, and I think the person who lost deserved to lose. It was the half-blind guy. I feel like they all deserved to lose. Yeah, but he was bad. <laughs> he was bad. He didn't improve. Like, in his drive around the city, he was still, like, turning left from the middle lane, yep. running red lights. Yeah, it was scary. He made every turn from the middle lane. Oh. And then he, like... Made a turn from the middle lane and just went into oncoming traffic lane and just stayed in there. Yeah, and then the host was like, all right, this is done. You yeah. just, you just dro- drove in the wrong lane. Like, yeah. oh, Jesus, I almost knocked my beer over. <laughs> <laughs> Struggle town. I'm struggling today. Like, I don't know, I think I might be a bit sick or something or really bad hay fever. Maybe. I don't know, I took an antihistamine before, but, yeah, I'm feeling a bit sneezy. So apologies if you hit me sniffling. That's all right, I'll just cut it all out. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You want to talk about some some game news? Well, some not ga- news, some but game. <laughs> what we played this week. What did we play this week? I can't even remember what it's called. <laughs> we talked about it beforehand, and you're like, yeah, do you remember what... what it's called, Kate? And I'm like, uh, Edith something? Yeah, what remains of Edith Finch? Yeah, we talked about it in the last episode, I think. We said we were going to play it. We did. And we did. We played the whole thing in one go. Yep. Not a very long game. It was only how many hours of gameplay? Like two or three Two or, or three hours, and we got through the whole thing. And it's not really like a game, like it's more of like a walkthrough story kind yeah. of thing. There's little, different little mini game things to do in there, but not so complicated that it feels like you're doing a different thing. It sort of, it flows quite well. But yeah, it's, I thought it was cool. It's very weird. Yeah, I think the weirdest part and my favourite part was, I can't remember what his name was, but he's the guy that works in that fish factory. Yeah. And you're having to chop the heads off the fish. Yeah. But he's losing his mind, so he's having this imaginary game in his head at the same time. So you're, like, playing two games at once. Yeah, you have to cut all the heads off the fish while you're walking through his imaginary land without running into stuff or yeah. missing any fish. And, um, yeah, he basically... I don't know what mental disease that, like, maybe schizophrenia. Something. He's got, like, delusions of grandeur and stuff. Well, he's, he a drug, he's a a drug addict and then he quit. And his brain chemistry obviously so messed up that... When you stop taking drugs, you just fell into this imaginary world. Yeah, and he ends up cutting his head off with the yep. fish thing, so <laughs> that was pretty intense. Well, the whole time we thought we were doing it, and we were like, he's going to cut his hand off, yeah. he's going to cut his hand off, and yeah. he just, like, no, nah, just leans down and cuts his own head off. So crazy. But, yeah, the game's just basically about this girl who goes back to her childhood home, mm. and she's going into all these rooms that her mum's sealed off, because there's this curse on her family or something, and they all die in really weird ways. Yeah. And so when they die, the mum, like, seals off the rooms and she's going back and going through them and finding out what happened to all of her family members. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty interesting. There's like secret passageways around the whole house. Yeah, yeah. He was going through these these tunnels and stuff, and I found it entertaining. It was interesting. It was a good way to kill two, three hours. Yeah, I think we've got another one recommendation from the same person. Have we? Like another similar story-ish game. Oh, okay. But I can't remember what it's called. I'll well, find that's... out. <laughs> that makes it pretty difficult. I was going to say I'll find out tomorrow, but not tomorrow, Wednesday. Mm. I wish I had those days off too, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> when I have, when we have kids, then we can take like time off during school holidays, and it's not weird because everyone does it at work. They're like, "Oh, I'm taking you know a week off for school holidays." Yeah. So maybe one day we can do that, <laughs> or just pretend I had a baby so we can have extra time off. It's a bit weirder because you'll be at work. Yeah. And we give you slightly increasing pillows to put in the front of your <laughs> shirt. Over over a nine month nine month period. Oh, let's be honest. I'm pretty sure you'd get fired if you faked a pregnancy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you would. Wasn't there someone at your work that faked a pregnancy? No. Well, they faked a brain tumor or something. No. Well, yeah, no. We've had a few a few crazies at our work. No, one of them faked that her son had a brain tumor. Oh yeah. And that they made her come to work on the day that the plug was getting pulled, when her son never existed. And there's the same person who would, like, smear shit on the oh, wall God. in the bathroom and then say that it was somebody else. This woman has come off, come up way too many times <laughs> this weekend. I think we were talking to someone about it the other night. Yeah, because it's the craziest, probably one of the craziest people I've ever met. Oh, yeah. Like, she used to buy people birthday cakes and be like, I'm just going to leave this in the fridge for you. And then when people weren't looking, she'd throw it in the bin. And she'd be like, oh, look, somebody threw your cake in the bin. And she bought the cake <laughs> just so she could throw it in the bin. Mm. Crazy. I'm a bit sorry for her. Like, she obviously has some issues yes. she needs to sort out. Anyway, maybe we should talk about something a bit more upbeat. Maybe. We started watching a pretty good comedy this week um, by the people that did the catering show. Yes, it is a fantastic show called Get Crackin'. What do you think of it? It's really funny. Um, these two women, I think, are just the most hilarious women <laughs> ever. They're both called Kate. It's like... Kate McLaren and Kate McCartney. McCartney. Yeah. I don't know if that's their real names, is it? I don't know, but but they had this internet show. Like they got famous on YouTube, right? Yeah. Called the Catering Show, where they just do like comedy cooking. Yeah. And that was really good, and they got pretty famous off it, and it ended up being on TV as well, didn't it? Yeah. But now they've got this new show, and it's like a parody morning show. Yeah. But they've got this time slot that's three a.m. to three thirty a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. They've got all these weird segments and hilarity just ensues. They get these really weird guests on. <laughs> and they're so brilliant. They just, like, they hit the mark on everything that they talk about. I don't know if everyone would enjoy it. Oh, probably because not. Because it is kind of offbeat humour. Yeah, it like can just, be quite confronting at times. And just weird. Mm. And some people just be like, oh, it's just stupid. But <laughs> we think it's pretty clever. A lot of the stuff would get by people as well, I think. Yeah, I really want to watch more of it. We will. When it comes out. Have we watched all of the ones that are out? Well, I think there's only like four episodes out. Okay. I watched three of them. Which one? Which? Who's your favourite? I don't know which one's which. Neither do I. The blonde one or the brunette one? <laughs> the brunette one. <laughs> yeah, they've got kind of juxtaposing personalities. I mean, it's a juxtaposition of their personalities. Yeah, so yeah. the blonde woman is like really upbeat and then the other woman's like really sarcastic. Yeah, and she's upbeat and bubbly but a bit... A bit but dumb. Just, yeah. <laughs> and then it was a bit, like, nihilistic and just angry. And they just bounce off really well with each other. They're brilliant. A hilarious duo. Watch it. You can watch it on iView. On iView, yes. Absolutely. Always iView. Always. 
Well, they're the ones who have chosen to advertise Ivy, so... Yeah. What else have we been doing this week? We watched a movie. We did watch One a movie. movie. Very rare for us. One movie in the last... Wait, when was the last time we recorded? Two weeks ago or three weeks ago? It was a, it was a while ago. Yeah, so we've watched one movie in that time. Yeah. This was your... We like TV. Your choice, so do you want to talk about it? Well, yeah, because uh, was it Adam Scott. Anything with Adam Scott in it, I'll pretty much watch. I love Adam Scott. Party Down. I love Party Down. It's a fantastic show. He's in a lot of other things. We're really excited for... Was it Spooked or Ghosted or... Remember it's coming yeah, out later yeah. this year? With Adam Scott. I'm very excited for that. But this is essentially a film where he becomes a stepdad of the Antichrist. <laughs> well, he's channeling the devil, but I don't know. Is still he actually the, still the Antichrist? Yeah. Yeah. He basically marries this woman. Really strange that like, they haven't spent that much time together and he sort of moves in. Yeah, it was... Just got married and, like, it's really strange where to start it. But I think they had to strong arm it in so they could actually get... Married, so he could technically be the stepdad for this weird stuff to start happening. Yeah. But it was a, a pretty funny film. I really enjoyed it. What was your favourite part? Oh, God. Uh, probably the first time you see the goat puppet. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Because he's like, I'll go and have a heart-to-heart talk with him. And he's, Adam Scott opens the door, and the child's sitting in front of a TV with just static. <laughs> and he's like, hey, guy. <laughs> How you doing? And then the kid's got a puppet, which is a sock with goat horns on it and button eyes and just as a demon voice tells him to get out of the room and he's like okay and his room's super creepy it's just got all these like dolls hanging yeah, from Mary, the ceiling marionettes hanging by their neck but yeah you find out that his dad is the devil right the yeah. little kid and the dad is communicating through the tv yeah so that's why he's sitting in front of the static tv because his dad the devil is talking through the tv yeah the woman that he's married to just doesn't see it no and she when she explains to him that how he was conceived and yeah. she's just so blasé about it. She's like, oh, I used to be in this cult, and, like, one day they found out I was a virgin, they strung me up, and then I woke up the next day, and I left, and I never came back. And she's like... They poured this really warm red liquid on yeah. me, and I woke up, and I was pregnant. And I was just like, okay. Very strange. It was a good movie, though. You know, it's not a masterpiece. No. But it was entertaining. I liked how it was sort of two different films. So at the start, it's one of those films where the main protagonist is the only sane person. Yeah. So it's just Adam Scott walking around being like, mm, this is a bit crazy. And everyone else is like, no, you're crazy. These things just don't happen to people. And they're like, nope, nope, it's fine. <laughs> and then it sort of swaps yeah. halfway through. And, and then it gets super together. crazy at the end. Yeah. It's like this pit opens up to, to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, you're not really expecting it to go that far, but it does. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> And at the end, there's still that pit there, and they just walk off. They, and just, like, oh, leave, they just leave it behind. There's a pit down to hell, sweet. Yeah. Okay. And that's like the end of the movie. Like, I'd recommend it. It's on Netflix, you know. Oh, so, easy to watch. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Bit of a laugh, definitely worth a... Hangover movie. Worth a gander. We have any other TV news? We watched Ink Master finale. Yeah, Ink Master's finished again for another... Well... well not that long. Yeah, <laughs> because they're starting a new show straight away, which isn't exactly... Ink Master, but anyway, do we want to talk about the finale a bit? Yeah. How did you feel about the outcome? Uh, I've, got, I've forgotten who won now. It was um, it was no, DJ. It was DJ, DJ and Bubba. Bubba. That's yeah. Right. So it came down to Katie and I always forget his name. Matt. Yeah, Matt and Katie and DJ and Bubba. Um, I, I wasn't that bothered about who was going to win. Yeah. Because I, I quite liked all of the teams that were in the finale. I probably would have preferred that Christian didn't win and yeah. they didn't get into the top two, so that worked out pretty yeah. well but i wasn't surprised that dj won i'm gonna say dj because <laughs> it's pretty pretty mean poor baba 
But yeah, he did, so he essentially just did what JJ told him to do the whole time, and they just came out fine. He had improved though, because Bubba was the returning veteran. Yeah. And he brought DJ with him, who he'd never seen before. Mm. And Bubba wasn't that great on his season. No, he was sort of nothing. But he was much better this season. Yeah. But the thing was that I think because he came back next to DJ, like the second that they walked in, all the people who were already there were just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Everyone knew who he was, so he must be a pretty famous tattoo artist. And he just killed it the whole time. Like, he did not put a foot wrong. And I'm not surprised that he, you know, pulled them through and they won. But I really like Katie and Matt's tattoos as well at the end. Yeah. They were really good, but they were both very much the same. Well, I think they were going for that, though. They yeah. wanted them to be, like, two pieces that went together. Yeah. Whereas DJ and Bubba's were two very different Completely pieces. Different. Yeah. yeah. I guess maybe I just like their style better, Katie and Matt, because they were, like, super bold, well, it's traditional. Well, your, it's your style of yeah. tattoos. So. <laughs> yeah. They're very, yeah, traditional, and Katie did a tattoo during the finale, mm. and it was, like, this really beautiful mandala that had amazing colour in it and I thought that was the best tattoo of the day really and you're not even into mandalas yeah I mean that got them through to the final two so yeah. that was good I still don't understand why they choose to do it this way because you've got to do a well there were 36 hour back pieces this time and before they were 24 hour and they usually like yeah you got to do that but whether you win will, uh, will not be based on either of those it's based on a popularity contest we have at the start of the show yeah. So two people have got 36-hour pieces for no reason, basically every year. And we thought this year they'd fixed it, and they sort of have, but they really didn't. They <laughs> At least they showed them, though. Remember last year, they didn't even show the They didn't the show one of them, yeah. But I just remember, like, season, season two when they started doing this, the start of the episode, the guy got eliminated from being the – they didn't even look at his tattoo. Yeah. He did a 24-hour back piece, and they were like, yep, not even going to look at it because America was just like, we like you the least, which has nothing to do with yeah. <laughs> how good he was. So this poor woman got this huge, like, I remember it was like a zombie ripping through like her back and its face coming out. Oh, yeah. And she like cried in the interviews about getting it because she didn't want it, even though she said to them like, oh, I'll do anything. And she's like, oh, that's not my style. Got this 24 hour back piece that she hated and it didn't even get qualify for anything. Imagine because they were like, oh, America like likes you the least. Crazy. And they keep, they've still been doing it since season two. I know. <laughs> they just keep it going. But it, I always love the finale because they're always so awkward. Oh, it's so awkward. <laughs> Dave, Dave Navarro played the oh, yeah. Star Spangled Banner on electric guitar at the start. So if you haven't watched Ink Master uh, this season, or you're not into Ink Master, what I think you should do is just try to find the intro for this season. <laughs> just the first couple of seconds is Dave Navarro playing this version of Star Spangled. It goes into the normal song. It is bad. And he played the entire thing at the finale. He played the entire thing <laughs> on the roof into the street. <laughs> so he plays Star Spangled Banner, but he plays it on electric guitar with so much distortion and all the notes are like drawn out really long. <laughs> He's so extra, Dave Navarro. Oh. Last finale, he did um, suspension, like with hooks. Yeah, yeah, he did hook suspension. Yeah. So he just has to always do something really crazy at these finales. He needs a reason to stick around. I like him. I know a lot of people like him, but I like him. So what was... They announced what the next season was going to be. What was it? Oh, Masters. So they get um, old contestants to come and, like, train people. Yeah, so people people who've won come and mentor teams. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it'll be... Well, our favourite 
Anthony, the world. Right? Yeah, Anthony. Anthony's He's come good. back. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him again. But before then, we've actually got another Ink Master show. Well, yeah, the Ink Master Angels. Doing Ink Master Angels, which is essentially where some of the best women in Ink Master travel around America and have a little competition with people. And if anybody can beat them, then they get on the next season of Ink Master, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And everybody loves them. Yeah, last season was great because they had they literally had four of the best women in Ink Master ever. Yeah. And they all got really far, and one of them actually won, and that's yeah. the first time a woman's won Ink Master. Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting to see how that show goes. I think it starts next week, so. We're not even going to have to take a break from Ink Master. It's going to be so I great. know. How good is that? <laughs> and I think, what did they say when the next Ink Master is on next year sometime? Yeah, it's always. March or something. Yeah. It's usually the same time, but this will go for... Two months or something. Yeah. So... Pumped. That's right, and then we'll have to get back into watching Redemptions. <laughs> the worst kind of Ink Master. I don't mind it. Oh, so bad. People just come back and they're like, I don't like my tattoo anymore. And they're like, Dave Navarro's like, yep, why don't you just go down to the tattoo studio and abuse the shit out of the person? And they're just like, absolutely, Dave. <laughs> they have a little fight, and then they're like, do you want a free tattoo? And they're like, okay. Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> and then that's the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, what's the point of it? Big news in the Pretty Little Liars world. Oh yeah, I'm gonna um, this week. I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be short. But basically, they're doing a spin-off, and they're calling it Pretty Little Liars: Colon The Perfectionists. So The Perfectionists is another group of books written by the same woman who wrote Pretty Little Liars. And I don't understand why they're putting it, putting the name like that with a colon. It's a bit weird. Because they're just trying to get people to watch it. Yeah. And it's got two of the characters from Pretty Little Liars in it. So uh, Sasha Piterso, who plays Alison, and Janelle Parrish, who plays Mona, are both in it. No idea how they're going to slot them in because the perfectionist is set in a completely different school in a different town. And they've got their own lives going on now that sort of happened at the end of Pretty Little Liars. So does it go after... No idea. Yeah, no one knows anything. Or like in the middle when they were both sort of missing for a bit. No one knows anything, so. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be super weird. But it's PLL, so the timelines probably won't actually line up at all because they won't even try to explain it away. They'll just be like, oh yeah, there they are. Yeah, there's gonna be so many plot holes with those characters. Yeah. But, but I'm they obviously... drove. They drove to this other town for one day. Yeah. To be then... seen, and then they drove back. Oh, I hope not. But it'll be kind of cool if they get other characters to make little reprising roles as well. I'm sure they will. All the people are, like, in love with their roles or whatever. Well, I don't know. I think some of them want to distance, but, you know, if there's enough cash there, I'm sure they'll oh, you don't want to be tired come in cast. for a couple of scenes. Yeah. And lots of them have their own shows and stuff going on now, so it might be difficult to get them to be on it. But it sounds interesting. Like, I read a synopsis of what the books are about, and basically they've all been abused by this guy, and they plot a way to kill him just as, like, a joke. And then the next day, he shows up dead in the exact way that they joked about. Right. And they're like, what the hell? Who did this? And it's all like a murder mystery about... So is it which one of them... I don't know. It might have been one of them. It's going to be like a fucking bullshit... It's probably going to be a character... I read your thing and then I murdered this guy for no reason. And I'm going to blame it on you. Yeah, probably. (laughs) PLL. Who knows? But I'm here for it. (laughs) Of course. Well, duh. So we'll see how that goes. There's actually another show coming out which is supposed to be, like, the next big teen drama that's similar to Gossip Girl. Right. And it's called Dynasty. It's like a remake of the 80s show Dynasty. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
So what they're is, just going to make it with young, hot people. What is happening? Everything now is just remakes of old shit. Well, so I've got no ideas. Yeah, so it just came out. Yep. They're going to remake Flatliners. Yep. And now they're going to remake Dynasty. <laughs> they're remaking Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. What? Blade Runner 2049 or something. What in the fuck is this? That's got Ryan Gosling in it, doesn't it? So? I'd watch it. Oh, I know you would. You would. You watched the fucking Goosebumps episode that Ryan Gosling was in and you liked oh, it. Oh, he was a little baby. He was like <laughs> 12 years old. Jesus. <laughs> it was so funny. Music news. This yeah. is this is big music news. Well, for us, it's huge music news. No one else cares. Pop Somebody's going to care. My brother? He cares. Well, that's good. And Shikari, our favourite band, released favorite a new band. album last week. Yeah. It's called A Spark. And what do you think of it? It's awesome. Yeah, we love it. They told us earlier in the year that they were going to make music that was a bit more digestible than normal. And they've definitely done that. Mm. But I'm not mad about it. It still sounds like N Shikari. Yeah. And they have gone a bit of a different direction, but all the songs are really like powerful. The lyrics are cool. There's some really good shit in there. And you can you can hear how good it's going to be live. Yeah. Some of the songs you're like, I cannot wait to hear this live. <laughs> it's just going to be pretty intense, I reckon, when we go next. Yeah. I'm sure they'll come next year. What's your favourite song off it? Have you got a favourite? No. My favourite changes every day. I can say that. Well, that always happens when I first listen to an album. Yeah. Um, I think it'll just slot perfectly into our re- Nshikari repertoire, just yeah. loving all of the songs. I really like The Sights. That's a really good That's song. That's a great song. Rabble Rouser, obviously. Yeah. The new version, the longer version. Yeah. Airfield's a really beautiful song. You're going to cry. Oh, I'm going to cry when they play that. <laughs> There's this other song called Constellations, which is the song that always tears me up when we see them live. Yeah. And I cried last time. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to cry when he sings Airfield. <laughs> yep. It's really sad. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. There's lots of new music coming out at the moment because it's coming into summer. So Marilyn Manson's releasing his new album next Friday. Ooh. Pumped about that. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a few things coming out. I've got a list like on my in my office with all the dates written next to it. The used are bringing out a new album soon. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to go because the songs that they've released so far have been really... I quite like that song they released. It's really poppy though. Yeah. Like, even for the used, it's really poppy. Yeah. I quite like it. I watched the video clip as well, and the video clip was super weird. <laughs> but um, Bert McCracken looked, like, really good. He's looking healthy. Yeah, because he's thin now and, like... <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's really put a lot of like effort we were, into his appearance. when we were kids and he was, like, fat and covered in paint. Yeah. And that was his thing. <laughs> and his hair was, like, never washed. Yeah, it was gross. Just lanky, like... <laughs> yeah. No, he's got this cool hairstyle now. He's, he's got, you know, the typical sort of shaved side sort of thing going on. Mm. And, yeah, he's just, he's looking good. He's, he's, pro- he's probably, like, almost 40 now. Not that that's old or anything, but... No. <laughs> all these bands we listen to now, they're all getting into their That's their right, now you, look, now you look around and see children Yeah. making music. Yeah. Children are the popular thing still. Marilyn Manson's almost 50. He's, like, 48. Yeah. Fire out. <laughs> So then you're going to be mad, doing mad respect for 16-year-old kids. I will. Yeah, because that's what happens. Like, Well, we were looking at that girl 
like she's a YouTube personality or something, and now she makes music. And yeah, she's she's, like, a, she's a YouTube personality who happens to make music. Yeah. Name one of her songs. No idea. There you go. <laughs> but apparently she's really famous, and I think if you ask like a a fifteen year old in America, mm. they would know all of her songs. Yeah, probably. I can't even remember what her name is now, but no. she's fifteen and she looks like she's. You don't know how old she is. No. She could be like twenty two. That's kids now, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Just like full contouring makeup and like you know really nice clothes and I'm just like oh my god I didn't look like that when I was fifteen. <laughs> Very strange. Most of us didn't look like that when we were fifteen. Yeah. Very strange. I'm getting I'm starting to feel old. <laughs> feel. I'm only twenty six. Oh, not that. Old. <laughs> we're almost twenty seven though. What a shame. That's late twenties. Definitely late twenties. Well, twenty seven and a half. I'm holding on to it. Oh, you think that that's late 20s? <laughs> got to get into the quarter. So you've got until June next year, until yep. you're in your late 20s. I guess so. God, who knows what's going to be happening in June next year? I don't know. With everything. So it's getting pretty deep. Well, yeah, I don't want to get too deep on this podcast, but, you know, you look at the news every day and you're like... No, we don't. I don't look at the news every day anymore. <laughs> well, I do. If I, During the week, I do. Not on the weekends, but... Yeah. You're just waiting for... Oh, there's been a fucking nuclear weapon gone off. Yeah, basically, what we're waiting so, for. Oh, yeah. God. I just don't understand. Oh, we're getting into this now, so we'll get into it. <laughs> just for a couple of minutes. Yeah, but... <laughs> Real talk. I don't want to watch the news about it because... Not because I don't think that it's important, but because I don't think that the fear is deserved. All that yeah, badly. I know what you mean. Cause, well, especially for work, because we, we live in Melbourne. So... If North Korea bombs anywhere, we are going to be unaffected, like pretty much unaffected, unless they drop one of those bombs that changes like the weather patterns of the entire world. We're pretty much going to be unaffected. But they'll shoot a nuclear missile and it will hit somewhere and then the US will shoot a nuclear missile and then the country won't exist anymore. Yeah, I know. But so I it's sort of like, happen. I don't want that to happen either, but it's one of those things where it's not going to be like, oh, we're going to have a huge war. It's going to be like, they drop an H-bomb, America drops an H-bomb. North Korea doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, no, they don't have any allies anymore. Like, even China has, like, um, cut, cut off trade and stuff with them. And Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just a dumb... Hopefully we'll be all right. <laughs> it's just a dumb kid, like, blowing smoke. Because mm. just like, I could, I could bomb you if I wanted. You can't take my country because they'll be like, you don't know what I'm going to do. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. But don't, like, threaten people and don't send missiles over Japan and shit. Like, just tell them. Just be like, I've got them. That's all you got to do. Yeah. All right. I think that's the end of our serious chat. All right. <laughs> I think we covered all of our general chat here. Let's quick, gen- quickly read through it. General chat. <laughs> yeah. All of our pop culture news and what we've been watching. We'll hop into what this was actually supposed to be about. We've picked two shows this week because we watched these two pilots and because they're both comedies, they're quite general. Well, they're only 25-minute pilots and yeah. they're... Pilots for comedies are just introducing the storyline of the comedy, basically. Yeah. But still, two fantastic shows, two shows we're excited about watching. The first one we're going to talk about is White Gold. So this is a Netflix original, isn't it? BBC. But it's on Netflix. We watched it on Netflix. Came out this year. I'll read the little synopsis here. The story of a double-glazing showroom in Essex in 1983, led by charismatic salesman Vincent, who is smart, handsome, and cocksure... He will happily break the rules if it guarantees a sale. So, why don't we watch this? Well, I guess we watched it because of me. 
Because of you, yeah. Um, the main character is Ed Westwick. He's from Gossip Girl. Played Chuck Bass, who was my favourite character. Yeah. Because he's a babe. Old Chuck. And this show, he actually gets to play an English person. He's actually English. There you go. In Gossip Girl, he has to put on an American accent the whole time. Uh, so that's... Well, there's no Hugh true. Laurie, but he doesn't do badly. No, he's not as good as... Good <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you can hear it slip in. Yeah. His English accent. So he plays the main character, basically, and he got this whole thing where he talks to the camera, which I haven't seen in a TV show for a while. And soliloquies. Yeah. Well, they're very useful, but they're kind of lazy. They can be really good for you to be like, this is the person whose point of view that we're supposed to follow. But if you make that person a douchebag, <laughs> it can, like, really confuse the issue. Hmm. Because you don't know if you're supposed to sympathise with them or not. No. But I, think, I don't think you're supposed to do this. I think you're supposed to just be like, that guy's cool. <laughs> I didn't need a soliloquy for that. About 15 seconds into the TV show, I know it was supposed to be cool. I didn't mind the little soliloquy things. They're fine. They're just... I mean, if you didn't have the glimpses into how his mind works, this TV show wouldn't make sense. That's true. And the other two main characters are from The Inbetweeners. Yep. James Buckley and Joe Thomas. Yep. So they're his, like, right-hand men in the double-glazing sales business. Uh, would we keep watching it? I assume that we probably would, but I don't feel like it's going to be, like, anything crazy is going to happen. I don't think it's going to be, like, we're going to be on the edge of our seat for the next episode. No. Kind of show. I think it's just going to be what's going to happen. I think it's going to be very in-betweeners-y. Mm. So each one is its own little story. Okay. But, like, the characters still develop a little bit, but it's still going to be individual stories. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, it was pretty it's, funny. It's got a 7.5 on IMDb out of 10, which isn't too bad. So the first episode was kind of just introducing the characters, mostly this Ed Westwick character, who he loses his job at, like, an oil refinery. And he gets into double glazing. Yeah. It just kind of shows how he sells things. And he's really dodgy. Because <laughs> back in the 80s, that was like a thing in England. It was like door-to-door salesmen selling double glazing. Yeah. And the reason it's called white gold is because of the plastic. Holds the double glazed windows in. Yeah. Yeah. Because some guy introduces him to the double glazing world. And he's like, this. And like holds this bit of plastic. He's like, this is white gold. Yeah. So yeah, he's real dodgy. Um, basically takes over this business like super fast, doesn't he? Yeah. Just like fires everyone and yeah. hires these two in-betweeners jokers. And... It was sort of weird because all he does for a living is he makes sure what that contaminated oil doesn't get shipped or something, and that's like his job. Oh, his old job? Yeah. yeah. But all he does is just get drunk and like smoke and play cards, mm. and then when he does the one thing he's not supposed to do, he gets fired, and then but he's a magic... Salesman. I like think it's a, just because that's his personality, though. Yeah, but... Uh, he just like, realises that he's good at it because he's a bit of a... But the overlap isn't there, like... I know uh, what you mean. You know in Wolf of Wall Street, when he starts working for Pennystock Company, and he walks in, and he's just like, I'm the fucking best at this, and he just smashes it, and everyone else is just amazed because he's done it on a much higher level, so it is actually impressive, whereas he just walks in and he goes, yeah, I can fucking lie to people, that's fine. Mm. Well, I know <laughs> what you mean, but I think it's just... It's you're supposed to just assume it's his personality, so he's just made for sales, you know. Yeah. Because he's a bit of a dickhead and he's manipulative. <laughs> a dickhead. Made for sales. Well. <laughs> you're selling people double glazing that you don't really need. Yeah. And there's even one point where it's not him, but one of his employees sells 
new double glazing to an old woman. Yeah. But they just take out the ones that are there and put them back in again. Yeah, they make a bet that he couldn't sell windows to someone he just sold windows to. Yeah. So he goes and he tells her that the plastic that they put in there will explode (laughs) if it's in the sun for too long. So he gets them to take those windows out and then put them straight back in and have her pay for it. And then he asks her what she thinks, and they're the same windows. And she says, it reminds me of death. (laughs) So he has to get it changed back for free, which basically means getting the guy to take the windows out and put it back in again. Some gypsy guy. Yeah. Very, very in-between is sort of plot. Yeah. So it just introduces how he sells things, introduces family life. So he's got this pretty banging wife (laughs) and two kids who are kind of a bit weird. And he's never at home because he's always selling things. Yeah. Because he says, like, dinner time is the best time to sell things. Dinner time in the weekend. Yeah. Because you know everyone's home, like the family's home. Yeah. And, yeah, that's when he goes in and does his best work. So he's never home for dinner, and he basically just buys his family off. Like, he comes home with a mink coat for his wife and, like, what does he bring? Like, a drone for his son and, like... It's not a drone. This is the 80s. I can't can't remember what it was. He buys him, like, a Lego Millennium Falcon or something. Oh, yeah. What does he get for his daughter? Like a jacket or something? I can't remember. Yeah, so he's not very present with his family and his mm. wife, like, gets pretty pissed off. But he, she obviously, like, really loves him and stuff. Yeah. But he leaves him and he goes to that family's house. And then they're like, oh, we're just in the middle of prayers. And he's like, oh, I'll join you. And then he stays there for, like, two and a half hours while they pray about, like, the most random shit. Yep. Like, please make it so that my car won't run out of fuel. And, like... And he's just sort of sitting there. He's got to make the sale. He's yeah. like, I never leave a house without making the sale. So yeah. he just has to sit through hours and hours of this family shit. Yeah. And then eventually they buy it, and then he walks outside and instantaneously pisses his pants because mm-hmm. he won't go to the bathroom in their house because it gives him an opportunity to be alone. Yeah, because then they'll conspire on ways to get rid of him. Yeah. So he just has to stay like with them the whole time for, until they make he makes a sale. Oh, my God. So much. And then he like sells doors to his best friend's wife or something. Oh, yeah. And his best friend, like, beats him up for it. <laughs> and is there something going on with him and his friend's wife as well? Well, I think so. There's a bit it, of insinuation yeah, there. Yeah, because at the end he's like, do you want to go for a ride? And then she just comes with him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know if he's, like, a womanizer or what. Well, he's got to be. Because he seems to really love his wife, but then at the end he throws that party. Because yeah, and they, they have prostitutes at the party. Yeah, they yeah. make a whole bunch of sales, and he's like, I'm throwing a party for us. And he lies to his wife and says, oh, I'm going to go make some more sales tonight. Yeah. But then he just goes and has and they, a party with his yeah, two Yeah, they just have a coke party and, like... Yeah, they just do heaps drugs and have prostitutes. Yeah. So I'm like... I don't know if that's about him or if it's about the 80s. Yeah, I think it was a bit bit of a different time. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that was a bit more of a commentary about 80s life than it was about yeah. him as a person. But I love when he gets the job and he does the first sale and he kicks that window in. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh... Nobody sells, like, a quality double-glazed glass, and then he just kicks a window and it smashes, and he's just like, oh, that's that's from the other company, and we buy them to prove a point. Yeah. Imagine if this was your house, and then they're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and they like buy a, all these windows. Imagine your kid lying in a pool of blood because they smash through the window. Yeah. <laughs> so rough. I really enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to keep watching it. I want to know what the actual kind of... What the episodes are sort of like. Yeah. 
it's if really it's like hard. what you said, if it's going to be like one story per episode, mm. if there's going to be like an over arc kind of thing. I still think even if there is an over arc kind of thing, I'm not going to be edge of my seat to watch the next one. No. So I'll definitely keep it's watching it. It's short though. I think there's only seven episodes or something. Six episodes in the first season. So it's short as. That's like, what, two, three hours of television. Yeah, we could knock that over. Yeah, that's nothing. Do you want to do a couple of ratings? What did you reckon? Well, I've got characters here. I, like, I quite like the characters. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Joe Thomas. Well, yeah. That actor. Because he's supposed to play just a shit person. Like, useless. Because he's Simon in The Inbetweeners. The most useless. Yeah, but I mean, like, as an actor, I don't think he's that good. Well, he doesn't do anything. He's just normal. Yeah. But he's normal with different hairstyles. He doesn't really fit. I don't know. He just seems really out of it. But I think that's the point of his character, is that you've got... One stuck-up asshole who deserves to, deserves to be stuck-up, one stuck-up asshole who doesn't deserve to be stuck-up, and then one person who's just supposed to be normal mm. <laughs> and, like, the moral compass. Yeah, I guess. But he's supposed to get trampled to prove that they're better than him because they don't give a shit. It okay. is a weird character to have there, but I understand why he's there. I don't understand why he's like, oh, I got rid of their crap team and I hired my... Crap team? Crap team, yeah, <laughs> Maybe he just saw them as, like, sook. guys that he could sort of manipulate more because there's other guys that had already been there. Yeah, because and... one's dumb and one's a sook, yeah. Yeah. I love his story, though, is that he was in a famous band, and then oh, as, yeah. and then he's like, oh, I can't do this anymore, I've got to quit and, like, make real money, and the day that he quit, they got on Countdown or whatever. Yeah, and they just, like, give him shit for it every day. Every day. <laughs> they just bring in newspapers where, with reviews for their band. Yeah. <laughs> so, I really like the characters. I'll give it... Eight and a half out of ten. That's pretty good. I think well, the, the show is just the characters. Exactly. So you gotta, they've got to be all right. So, yeah, eight, eight and a half. I always like a good dickhead main character. I know you do. <laughs> main, main male character, like, who am I thinking of? Lucifer. Oh, yeah. Or, like, Constantine. You know, it's like just dickhead male leads. Mm. I don't know. Not very feminist of me, but... Yeah, but they're not... They're not anti-women or anything. They're just... They're dickheads to no. everyone. Yeah, that's true. If they're dickheads specifically to women, that's not the same thing. Mm. As being, like, smarmy, but for a reason. Yeah. And they're always, like, pretty smart as well. Yeah, that's it. You, I like the smart. They're not just, like, up themselves guys. for yeah. no reason. Yeah. They're up themselves because they're just like, I'm smart. And I guess there wasn't that much plot yet, but I guess we'll go projecting out. What do you think of... The overall plot and where it's going. And... It's not going to be anything, is it? Because it's going to be... Like, this, okay, what this about like, is... the concept, then, of the show? That's what I mean. So this one is like, oh, they made a bet that he couldn't sell a woman the same windows. Like, an interest character. This is how he got his job. This is his family. And then I think it'll be, like, something about his family and then the two guys just fucking with each other. So you have, like, these sort of side-by-side okay. -side storylines. Yeah, I think that would be good. So it'd be like, here's Chuck Bass's fucking family life, and here's the in-betweeners mm, on mm. the side of that. Yeah. So it might be sort of two shows tried to be shoved together. Seven out of ten? Seven out of ten. <laughs> I like the concept, the whole salesman thing. Like, I don't think we've really seen this kind of story before. Yeah, I think uh, 80s Salesman is a really good... Yeah, it's such a good concept. Yeah, but I don't Never know... Never seen it. I don't know what they're going to do with it, because it's just like, oh, look at these people doing drugs <laughs> and making a bit of money and cheating on their wives. Yeah. What a great 
show. Are the other two married? Have we seen that? I think I, one of them wears a wedding ring and yeah, the other one seen, doesn't. Haven't seen anything. We can still talk about costuming because it is seventies and. It's perfect. Yeah, they're just like wearing everybody's like smarmy salesman. Yeah. Suits. Everybody's got the shit hairdos. Yeah. <laughs> like it's at some point everybody wears the crappy clothes. Everybody mm-hmm. drives the shitty cars. It's. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm right. sure that's not exactly what it looked like. No, back no. then, but it's got that feel, and yeah. that's all you need. It's enough for to dis, like suspend your disbelief. Yeah. So. You can and it's got like, the whole feel with it. the coke and like talking about gypsies and yeah. double glazing. Because it's and... not. There's nothing blaring enough that it breaks it for you. Mm. You know, it's not like oh, look at this TV show about cavemen, but that guy's wearing a digital watch. It's never <laughs> anything like that. You can definitely... I, Apple Watch. Yeah, exactly. The old Apple Watch. Are we watching... Apple Watch and Game of Thrones type... What? ...stuff. Is there an Apple Watch and Game of Thrones? I think there's been one or two. What? I've seen a few little pictures and shit. You're kidding. Why? I was talking about... Well, you weren't watching it, but I was watching <laughs> PLL for a minute yesterday. And, yeah, they must have got sponsored by Apple mm. in the first couple of episodes of Season 7 because there's all these shots of Apple Watches. Well, that's like most of... These shows. Yeah. Just like, I'm just going to open my computer and then it's like open and then it's like a gratuitous shot of the Apple symbol yeah. for a bit. <laughs> Love it. Maybe we could get sponsored by Apple, seeing as we've said Apple, 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 Apple a million times. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Probably get like a call from a random farmer, more likely than yeah. <laughs> Apple itself. Like sundown apples. Yeah, <laughs> sundown jazz. Man, I love those apples. <laughs> Wink. Ding. <laughs> I think that kind of closes off White Gold. Is there anything else you want to say about it? Not Overall really. rating? This cool. is quite accurate, 7.5. Yeah, I reckon 7.5 is pretty good. I'd keep watching it. I think it could have really funny, some really funny moments oh, and some really funny concepts, but I don't see it as being every single episode, every single minute is just like bang, 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 hit, mm. hit, hit. Hilarious. Mm. So. I think Alice said she'd watched all of it. Mm. And she was like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think And I think that's, that's a yeah. good... It's more of a mind... I don't want to say mindless one. You don't need it to be laugh out loud funny the whole time. Yeah, you don't need super to be... smart all the time. Like, no, exactly. It's fun. Yeah, it'll it's just be sort of something that you're just watching. I mean, just chilling out. I've got similar feelings about this next show as well. I don't know how to take this next show. So this one is called The Good Place. So the other show we started watching is The Good Place. Spitball for a bit while I look That's up right. the IMDb. That's right. We're really... Um, <laughs> well, so we, organised today? Very organised. Well, we saw the advertisement for it because now every time you go onto Netflix, instead of being able to just sort of stay on a selected thing where you read the description before you get through reading the one sentence description starts playing the ad for the goddamn show. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. I don't mind it, though, because we've found some good stuff out of that. Like this. It is it is really helpful, but sometimes I just want to read what it's about. Mm. Like, And some of the Netflix ads are made by Netflix, so they're just clips of the show with a bit of music that's Weird sort music, of related yeah. over the top, and you're like, I can't tell what this I'd rather read it. It's either and Netflix that gives or you, just... Yeah, Netflix gives you two written descriptions, so one on the outside and one when you've selected it, and you don't have time to read either of them because you try to read the first one, it starts playing an ad. You try to read the second one, it just plays the fucking show. Yeah. So what <laughs> am I just, supposed to do now? They just really want you to watch those shows. But this is one of the ones where when you turn... It's one of the, it was one of the key ads on Netflix, mm. so when you turn it, it just starts playing it mm. automatically. Um, you know, it's got Christian Bell. 
and... Kristen. Kristen. Whatever. Kristen <laughs> Bell. And Teddy D. How could you not want to watch it? It just looked so crazy. Do you want to say... Everyone loves Kristen Bell. I've got to say, I do like Kristen Bell. <laughs> she was so cool. She was Veronica Mars. Yeah. <laughs> Veronica Mars is one of the best shows ever written. It was... It is a brilliant, brilliant show. Do you reckon they'll ever do a reboot? Well, they did that movie. Yeah, but I mean, like a proper... I hope not. With Yeah, but if they actually got What's-His-Face on board, what's his name? The producer? Rob Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> but then they made iZombie. I just want Rob Thomas to make a new thing. Oh, yeah, iZombie's pretty good. we got to get back into that. Yeah. Veronica Mars was great. iZombie was great. I don't know what else he's doing, but... Rob Thomas is so good. I love that guy. Yeah. Smashes it out. Do you want me to read the synopsis of this? Absolutely, go for it. The Good Place is a town where those who have been good throughout their lives go once they have passed away. Oh, that was really badly read. <laughs> Emphasise the wrong syllable. <laughs> yeah. Michael is the architect who oversees the town. Eleanor arrives at The Good Place and realises she doesn't deserve to be there. With the help of Chitty... Is that how you say it? Chitty. Eleanor tries to right her wrongs, seeking to finally earn her spot in the good place. Yeah. So basically, it's sort of like when you die, you go to not heaven, but this place. And they... I love the way that they did it. They're just like, every single action that you ever made <laughs> had either a net negative or a net positive effect. And we add them up, and only when you get like a really high positive score, you get to live in this fucking weird... Yeah. Artisanal city that's full of frozen yogurt stores. <laughs> <laughs> it really seems like it's a small percentage. Like, yeah. the top, like, 0.01% of the population goes to the good place. Yeah. Like, we would not make it to the good place. <laughs> Even though I think we're pretty good people. We're right. Yeah. And if there was a heaven, mm. I'm not going to get into religion, but there isn't. Yeah. And. <laughs> Jesus. We would probably end up there. In terms of Christianity. Well, you think but so. But we would not end up in the good place. No. But then they have the thing where they've got, like, a Siri that lives there, but it's a real woman. Yeah. And then they're like, what's the bad place like? And she's like, I can't tell you, but I can play you a clip of the bad place for, like, a sound bite from it right now. And it's just, like, fire and people screaming and just, like, demon sounds for about four seconds. Yeah. So it sounds like hell, I guess, yeah. in inverted commas. Yeah, they don't call it that, but it's like 1% of, of the population goes to the good place yeah. and 99% go to the bad place. Yeah, so I think pretty much everyone we know would end up in the bad place. Yeah. Because everyone in the good place is like, you know, good Samaritan lawyers, you know, pro bono lawyers that help people get off death row and like, well, yeah. that, that's what she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be that, yeah. Do you want to explain sort of what her character is then? Well, she's... A piece of garbage, isn't she? <laughs> so she's supposed to be, yeah, a pro bono lawyer who, like, works for charity and gets, you know, innocent people out of jail and all that sort of stuff. So they obviously just get her name mixed up with this woman and she ends up in the good place and they're like, okay, so, like, you did all this good stuff, you get this, you get your the house that you want and you get a soulmate for you and her house is just like this tiny little ugly cottage and it's right next to, like, this huge mansion. And she's just really pissed. But she was, like, her job was to sell vitamins that they proved didn't work to the elderly. Mm -hmm. And, like, they have a clip of her just, like, to prove that she's actually a bad person where she is walking down the street and an environmentalist is just like, oh, help, like, uh, stop pollution. She throws a coffee cup 
on the ground in front of the bin and goes, pick that up if you've got such a boner for the environment. Like, she's just too bad. I really like those little cuts of her on Earth. Just being terrible. Being alive, yeah. yeah it's so, so funny. funny. I love the bit at the start when um, they she's first in the office and then they're leaving and she's like, did I have a purse? No, I'm dead. That's right. <laughs> and you like, just little real sprinklings. Mm. It feels quite real. Like, even though it's this fictional place. Yeah, and Ted really... Danson is introducing you yeah, to it. Yeah, Ted like... Danson is fucking, I guess he's, I don't know, he's, he's called the architect yeah. in this, so he's made the good place. So I assume he's there's pretty more much than, God, I guess. There's more than one, and his job is just to make that one, the way mm. they made it sort of sound. Yeah. Because they're like, this is the first version of this good place or whatever. It's his first time doing a good place. Everyone gets sent to their own tailored good place. So yeah. she's in this good place that's good for her with a bunch of other people that she blends well with. But not for her, for the no, person for the that person they've that got she... her confused for. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. She basically causes havoc in the good place because she's not supposed to be there. Yeah. And it's really hard to explain by talking, but mm. basically the bad things that she does while she's there yeah. cause things to go wrong based mm. on what she said. Yeah, well, she got, like, super drunk at a party and, like, stole some stuff. Yeah. And, like, filled her brow with shrimp. And then she went to bed and everything that she was mad about when she went to bed went crazy. And there's, like, fireworks and giant ladybugs and shrimp flying in the air. And <laughs> she called someone a frog. Because they were French, and, like, there's a giant frog. It's just really strange. Yeah. So the whole show is going to be her trying to become good. Yeah, even though she's so incredibly bad. Yeah. So she's got this soulmate, and he's in on it. Like, he knows that she's not supposed to be there, but no one else does. Yeah. And she doesn't obviously want to go to the bad place because she heard that four-second sound clip of, like, (laughs) death and destruction. And she's like, you've got to help me become good. Yeah. And so the whole show is going to be her, you know, yeah, trying him. to make amends and him teaching her to be good. Yeah, him teaching her. I think it'll be really funny. I think it's going to be great. Just, like, trying to explain basic moral concepts in a funny way. I think yeah. it's a really clever idea. Definitely. It might be – it might could get pretty deep, couldn't it? Yeah. I think it'll be really good. What was – what's her soulmate? What was he on Earth? Um, he was a professor of ethics. Oh, that's like right. A... <laughs> So he's the perfect one to teach her. Yeah, exactly. That's what he was a professor of. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I guess the other main character to talk about would be Tahani, who's her next door neighbor. Oh my god. Now she's. I want to know more about her because she seems like a total bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but she got into this good place, and her soulmate is. I love how she just talks constantly. And her soulmate is a monk who's taken a vow of silence, yeah. so he never talks. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> so the one perfect, soulmates. It's perfect for her because she never shuts up. So funny. <laughs> so I really want to know, like, what she actually did on Earth and stuff because she doesn't seem like a good person. She probably just, like, donated heaps and heaps of money to... Yeah, she's stuff. probably just some rich, like... Rich humanitarian. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see another reason. That's true. And, but like, how I... she, she books her on the nose, like... Yeah. The first time she sees it. Oh, she booked me. Yeah. That's, oh, that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> Kristen Bell's so good. She's perfect for this role. Everyone She's so in, good. Everyone in this is, like, perfect. 
I've never seen this guy before, but William Jackson plays her soulmate. Mm. He seems pretty cool. I like him. Yeah. Everybody they've picked sound seems just perfect for their roles. Ted Danson, a bit of a nut bar. Perfect. <laughs> he's so funny. He's He is enjoying this role so much you can tell. He's yeah. just like, I get to play God and like, yeah. you know, have a bit of fun. And, just be weird. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking weird. So good. It's got it's got real good vibes, the show. Like it makes when I'm thinking about it, I'm feeling like happy thinking about it. Yeah. Like the vibe is just so high. I don't know. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love as well how they can't swear. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that runs through the entire oh, show. Oh well, it'll just keep going. They'll they will Oh, they'll just pay the shit out of it. Like it'll be everything. So every time show. she tries to say fuck, what does it say? Fork. Fork, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't forking say fork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, she's found out that she can say butthead. Butt <laughs> she calls everybody a yeah. butthead. <laughs> That's the only thing she can say. <laughs> oh, it's a good show. I really want to go watch some more after this now that we're talking about it. Cause, we should. Because last night we watched the first episode with yeah. Job, and then we sort of stopped watching it because obviously we had to do this podcast. Yeah. But now we're free to watch it as much as we want. That's right. We'll probably just... How many episodes are there in the season? Let's have a look. 26. Well, it's already on season Ooh. two, so... Ooh, shit. 13 episodes. Nice. In season one. Oh, my God, there's so much. <laughs> yeah, seems. Uh, oh, so, okay, so season two's currently coming out now. Okay. So they're up to episode three, season two. That's pretty good. We've got a lot to watch. We do. Ooh, episode three is the name of that woman who lives next door. Mm. So that's obviously going to be a lot about her. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> That's lots, what you want. Lots of these episodes are named after people. Yeah. So I think so it's going to go them. into their backstories and we'll probably get to see them on Earth. Yeah. How good's that going to be? <laughs> oh my God, I'm excited. I love uh, as well how she died. <laughs> <laughs> or the woman she's supposed to be. I was be. in the middle of drinking when you <laughs> said that. <laughs> so he's like, oh, we delete the memory of it's too embarrassing. And it's just like she dropped something and she went to pick it up. And a row of shopping trolleys went out of control and smashed into her and dragged her, like, <laughs> into traffic or whatever. Yeah, and then she gets hit by a billboard a bil- truck. A billboard truck for, for erectile, erectile dysfunction. medication. And then the paramedic that comes to get her is, is like an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Jesus. That would actually be pretty good if the way you died got deleted when you... Yeah. If you it's end up too, going too somewhere. Emba- too embarrassing. Yeah. Just get rid of that. <laughs> embarrassing death that would be probably a better way to die that because that's an extreme way to die like that that would make the news it would be like <laughs> woman dies getting hit by erectile dysfunction well you can't put that in a headline like woman dies lots to say <laughs> <sighs> some good beers oh see is there anything else about this show that you really like uh I think we covered most of it, to be honest. Mm. I'm really excited to keep watching it. It will be, I think it will be really good. Do you reckon we'll find out about the woman that she's replaced? Yeah, definitely. So we she's, have to. she's ended up in the bad place, obviously. Yeah. So she's going to have to sort of see her. <gasps> Imagine and... if she's got like a twin and she's the evil twin and they've got mixed up somehow. That'd be pretty funny. That would be cool. Double Christian Bell will take that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's better than double Troy and Bellazaro. Yes. <laughs> do guess, you know what I'm talking about? I guess about? so. Do yeah, because I do. Yeah. 
Spencer. Twinser. Yeah, just... Hashtag Twinser. I said I knew. Oh, I've got to put in this hashtag. Hashtag perfectionists. That's what we're calling Pretty Little Lies of Perfectionists. Who's we? Oh, no, the bros came up with it, so I've got to go with it. Okay. So if you're out there, bros, uh, I'm going to try and get your hashtag going. Yeah, to about four more people than they would have got. Well, because they came up with Twinser, and now everyone uses Twinser. Yeah, true. So perfectionists, that's what we're calling it. That's right. We're calling it. Yeah, we. (laughs) The movement. That's what the movement are calling it. Yeah. Well, do you know how many fans those guys have? Like... It's crazy. Well, if you can make a six-hour podcast and just get plastered and everyone listens to it, then probably a few. Yep. Do we want to do some ratings for this show? Why not? Characters? Oh, 11 out of 10. <laughs> Everybody's perfect for what they like the characters. Do. Yeah. They are, I can 10 out of 10. Yeah. Plot, 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's a cool concept. It is. It's... It's never been done before. I've never seen it before. Yeah, these like two you've seen shows like oh, like... an alternative version of heaven and like, mm. also, but it's a lot where of it's different. Where it's just Mormons. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of di- yeah, the old South Park heaven where it's just full of Mormons. Yeah. We're gonna make things with egg cartons. It's just like oh gosh, <laughs> we're gonna make a play about how lying hurts everybody. <laughs> it's like oh god, it's so boring. <laughs> please, please send me to hell. Yeah. <laughs> the devil in South Park isn't even that bad anyway. No, he's fine. Yeah. They have a. A fantastic thing about him, where uh, Stan gets addicted to freemium gaming, <laughs> and he like he prays, and he's like, "Could you please help me? Like, help me work out what's wrong with me." And Satan shows up, and he's just like, "Oh, look, you know, um, humans are supposed to have dopamine because uh, otherwise we wouldn't like reproduce and like eat and stay alive and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, but because nowadays you can get everything so easily, like some people have much more chance of their dopamine getting all fucked up. And he's just like, do you understand? <laughs> he's just talking to this child. <laughs> it's just explaining to him why he gets addicted to things. And he's just like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> You're like, so the devil's just like super scientific. He's just a, he's just a normal dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just trying to help this kid. That's so funny. So funny. But then, yeah, he finds out that the freemium game is actually made by the Canadian devil, and he gets annoyed because <laughs> like there's no there's tax. multiple devils. Yeah, there's multiple devils. Well, there's only two, like a Canadian devil and a normal. Yeah, there's like a Canadian a, devil and the normal. I was gonna devil. say normal devil. But he shows up, and they're just like uh, the newscasters are like, oh, it's really confusing who to root for because the Canadian devil says he's gonna enslave us all, but you know, it's Canada, and they're just like, yeah, <laughs> fuck that, go Canada. He's <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> oh, South Park. Mate, it's probably the best show on television. You love it. It Okay, what show has gone this far and retained this kind of quality for this many seasons? No, I totally respect South Park. I really do. And I think, um, what's his name, Trey Parker is... He's one of the funniest yeah. humans He's in the super world. smart and clever. But, yeah, I just can't watch a lot of it. <laughs> I used to really not like it when I was younger, but now, like, when you watch it... Mm. And I sort of, like, watch on or I'm, like, listening in. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. You can understand how clever it is. Oh, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah, because we were younger. And how relevant and, like, yeah. up-to-date it is. Like, yeah. they bring out a new episode every week on those current events. Well, they like, make them in six days. Yeah. So. <laughs> so clever. But yeah, so smart. No, massive respect. And also I loved, obviously, um, Book of Mormon. That musical was fucking hilarious. That was amazing. It made uh, one of the greatest movies to ever come out. Team America World Police. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> so if you can be somebody who most people don't know the name of, 
but you can ruin a very famous actor's life for about 10 years. Think that you're quite influential. Who are you talking about? Poor, Matt, poor Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. I thought you were talking about... um. Far out, what's his name? Well, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. No, he did that to himself. But no, the Matt Damon thing is just, they got a puppet. They didn't, they couldn't think of anything funny about Matt Damon. But they ordered a puppet to be made of him. And when it showed up, Trey Parker just went, Matt Damon. And that just <laughs> followed Matt Damon around. And it's still a thing that happens. Oh, <laughs> and he still Matt gets, Damon. and he still gets asked about it to this day in interviews. Oh, he's a good dude, Matt he's, Damon. He's, there's nothing wrong with Matt Damon, but... If you have the power to make a simple joke like that... <laughs> and to just catch on over the, over the whole world. The yeah. entire world. Yeah, crazy. Killing it. We've kind of gone off track here. What were we talking about? The ratings for the show. So, so we did characters, plot. Yep. What else is there, really? Well, there's costuming. Yeah, but that's not really a thing. Oh, they all end up in those... Um, yeah, when she has a bad dream and they all end up in, like, green and... Uh, yellow and gold and blue or something? Yeah, so is why... It? No, it's um yellow and black. Why yeah. did that happen? I don't did know. Did she say something about that? I don't know. Because I was trying to work out why that happened. Everyone ended up in the same pattern yeah. outfit. Except for her, because she doesn't yeah. belong there. But I saw the like the freeze frame of the next episode, and she's, and she's got an outfit yeah. like that. So I assume he like had an undershirt, and he would just take it off and give it to her. But, like, it's so great. Some of the calls are really good. But all the costuming is... It's what it's supposed to be, you know? Like, everybody's really straight-laced and, like... Yeah, like, all the dudes are in suits and, like, all the women are in, like, you know, floral, like, cocktail dresses the yeah. whole time and it's all, like, lovely and all the streets are, like, cobbled streets yeah. and froyo shops and lovely houses and gardens, trees everywhere. It's overdone. Yeah. But in perfect. the right way. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, so setting and costumes, what would you give it? Nine oh, like a, yeah, like a nine. Yeah, it's really cool. And overall, I've, I really like this show. I didn't think I was... We watched the trailer and I was like, oh, yeah, it looks like a bit of fun. Mm. Then we watched the pilot and I was like, wow, that was actually like a lot better and more funny than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I think it can stay the same or it can drop the ball really hard. And I really hope it doesn't. Because if yeah. it just stays the same and it's just sort of... They've got so much to work with. They're just like, we've got to teach somebody with basically no morals how to have morals and explain why good is good and bad is bad mm. in a funny way. Mm. I think it could be just incredible. They have a lot to work with. I mean, mm. they've got all the different characters, and as I said, they can go back to Earth with those characters and show them. And like, Maybe there are some cracks in the armour of these good people, yeah. and that's what we're going to see, and we're going to sort of get that commentary on, like, good people aren't actually as good as they seem sort yeah. of thing. And like, what is what is good? Yeah, what is good, what is bad, like... But, like, how if you're an asshole but you give a lot to charity, are you a better person than yeah. a really nice person? Yeah, exactly. Like, they could go pretty deep with it but mm. also keep it real fun, and I think... I'm very excited to see be what really they interesting. do. It's going to be really interesting, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, Kristen Bell. <laughs> like, Kristen, She's as, so as a, good. As a... As a douchebag. <laughs> She's just awesome. I love her <laughs> as, as just, like, a piece of shit. I feel like everyone who is in our age age range mm-hmm. just freaking loves her. Yeah. I mean, she's in one of my other favourite movies, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. She's yeah. Sarah Marshall. She's great in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What else is she in? 
Franca Mars, of course, one of the greatest Franca TV Mars. shows. Oh, she does a voice in Bojack Horseman. She does, yes. She's actually Gossip Girl, like the voice of Gossip Girl yeah. in Gossip Girl. Yeah, Gossip Dan. Uh, she's in Frozen. She's the voice of Anna in that. Gosh, she's in a lot of good shit. Bad Mums is probably... I haven't actually seen that, but she's actually in Eye Zombie. Yeah. She plays herself in Eye Zombie. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. Yeah, she's just cool. We love her. Um, anything else you want to say about the show? Watch it. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I recommend everything we've talked about Yeah. in this episode. But I'm only excited to watch The Good Place. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm, no, I'm excited to watch Get Cracking as well. More Get Cracking. Oh, yeah, Get Cracking, yeah. But the cakes are the best. I think, yeah, go out, watch one episode of The Good Place and one episode of Get Cracking. <laughs> And then tell us what you think of them, because they are because they are basically <laughs> our comedy and our shows, just perfectly summed up. I think definitely like the range of humour. We might have to do like a drama next time because we've done a lot of comedy lately. It's true, we have done a lot of comedies. We still need to do The Handmaid's Tale. We do. And we probably I should really do that because watch you want to watch it. And that won a whole bunch of awards as well at mm. the. Um, What's the TV one? Not what, the Golden Globes. What TV one? The, no, the TV Awards. No, no, no. Like the, <laughs> the American, like, big TV awards. Anyway, it won a whole bunch of awards. And, um, yeah, so I'm excited to watch it. It'll be good. Maybe we can do that next time. But we might break it up with something else because it's pretty intense, so. Well, yeah, we're only, we only got to watch one episode. That's how the podcast works. If you want to contact us yep. on the social pipes. You can do this. <laughs> social pipes. I'm actually missing Hamish and Andy right now because they're on holidays for like two weeks. So I don't get their podcast for two weeks. Mm. Sad, sad. You can contact us on Twitter. Yep. We are at Pilot Error Pod or on Instagram to search Pilot Error Podcast. Let us know what you think and we'll see you next time. Definitely will. Bye. Say goodbye. Nah.